Here is the vast security news roundup for the week ending June 25th, 2021. Privacy advocates say no to e-proctoring. Nonprofit privacy activist group Fight for the Future has launched a new website that tracks the decision of major American colleges and universities to either do away with or continue using e-proctoring software. Apps that fight for the future claims endanger privacy and use racist algorithms. The group states on the website, which provides links to tweet and email the schools, as well as petitions to sign that call for the banning of e-proctoring apps. E-proctoring platforms like ProctorU and Proctorio were utilized by many schools during the pandemic to monitor students taking online exams. The software makes use of the students' webcams to record them as they work, using either live monitors or automated systems to watch for signs of cheating. A vast researcher, Louis Carones, thinks a complete ban of the software is a bit extreme. Privacy is one of our most precious treasures, and we have to protect it, he commented. But starting witch hunts and advocating for censorship is the wrong approach. The algorithm might be off, but to fix them, there is no need to ban or censor any software. I personally feel monitoring is needed, but so is a fix to the facial recognition part of the software. For more on this story, see The Verge. U.S. and EU team up against ransomware. Following the EU-U.S. Justice and Home Affairs Ministerial meeting in Lisbon this past week, the European Council issued a joint statement recapping how the EU and U.S. restated their commitment to work together in matters of cybercrime, with particular focus on ransomware. After the meeting, U.S. Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas commented, We have now a new ransomware working group to address the scourge of ransomware that has hurt the U.S. so much and so many other countries. The use of ransomware has surged globally since the pandemic began. For more, see Politico. Data thieves offer victims data to rivals. Illegal data selling group Marketo emailed their victims' competitor companies to offer a demo pack of the stolen data with the option to buy the whole package. We have confidential and personal data, info about their tax payments, clients, and partners that might significantly lower the NASDAQ price the email reads. Bleeping Computer, which saw the email, reported that the list of email competitors included multinational billion-dollar companies whose names would be immediately recognized to everyone. The data in question allegedly comes from a large heavy machinery and defense technology company that Marketo claims to have breached back in April. Arrests don't stop C-10P ransomware gang. A week after Ukrainian police arrested six individuals 
associated with the C-10P ransomware gang, that very same group published a fresh batch of data purportedly stolen in a recent hack. According to Ars Technica, the data has not yet been verified, but if it turns out to be genuine, it will show that the group was not hindered by the arrests, suggesting the apprehended suspects may have been affiliates and lesser players, not core leaders of the gang. C-10P has been around since at least 2019 and has targeted a variety of entities, including Shell Oil Company, U.S. Bank, Flagstar, and Stanford University. Fair Repair Act goes to Washington. Congressman Joseph Morelli of New York filed legislation this week to make it easier for consumers to fix their own broken devices without having to pay exorbitant fees to the original manufacturers. If passed, the Fair Repair Act would require manufacturers like Apple and John Deere to give device owners and third-party repair shops access to replacement parts, diagnostic information, and any special tools needed to repair their electronics. Various similar right-to-repair movements have been launched at the state level, but there is yet no national law. The right-to-repair movement also pushes back against the trend of planned obsolescence. For more on this story, see Gizmodo. Last week, we talked about Windows 11 or not. The rumor has now been put to rest. Yes, there will be a Windows 11 later this year. Microsoft has made a website available where you can check out the system requirements needed for the free upgrade from Windows 10 once it's available. See the link below. Microsoft also offers a tool that can be downloaded and run to check if your computer is capable of running Windows 11. Again, download it from the link below. Out of my four computers, only one is capable of upgrading to Windows 11. The ironic part is that the one I can upgrade was the cheapest computer that I own. And that wraps up this week's Avast Security News Roundup. Stay safe, stay secure. I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.